So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. So yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome to the girls' tell-all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, the girls' room. I know. I was going to say, um, uh, we're here, and it's, it's after the final... It's after the final rose. After, after the final rose. That's what it is. It's after, yeah, after the final yeah. rose. And I am here with a group of bachelor ladies. I have to my left, all in pajamas and uh, sweat, you know, sweatpants <laughs> and slippers <laughs> and, you know, wine in hand, dessert. I got Amanda Stanton right there. Hey, say hey, Amanda. Hi, guys. Uh, then I got Angela. Hey, guys. She flew in just for this, just for this girls' party. I did, and I'm so glad I came. I'm having so much fun. Oh, good. Thanks. Then I got Crystal. Hi, Bill. Hi. <laughs> Tasha. Hello. And Savannah's back for part two hey. of the Bachelor finale recaps on Almost Famous. So I'm, I'm going to go in order except for this one thing I must start off the bat with. Madison, run far away. <laughs> run, run, run. I am run. just slightly confused after watching this entire season, especially tonight. Are her and Peter dating? Um, or I don't is think she like so. afraid of his mom? <laughs> because I would be. I would be I'm terrified. Terrified. I don't know. I don't really feel like. I don't really feel like he was fighting for her the way I would want someone to fight for no. me after making all those mistakes. He was like, well, it's going to be an uphill climb. Oh. And, and I seemed um, disappointed. I kind of think she was expecting it because she spoke first and I was expecting him to give more and then he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't even so, use the word date. Although no. he did defend her to his parents. Yeah. True. I'm so if he didn't him, do that, then I'd be very concerned. But I don't the know. fact is he's like, we're in love. He did say I'm in love with yeah, her. But I know, it's so but weird because it was almost like they were like, I'm in love. I'm in love. But then when the word date came up, they got scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it's yeah. but I don't bizarre. think she did. No, I think yeah, you're right. Did. I think he what did. happened right. is that Which would Mad- Maddie me. came out and she was like, I'm in love with him. We're in love. She was so excited and bubbly and like giddy. And it seemed like she was expecting a proposal or like expecting the relationship to become more firm. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think the relationship And when she tossed it to Peter and what, like his remarks were like, are there challenges? Yes. Is it going to be an uphill battle? Probably most of the way. And you see her just go, are you, like she threw up her hands like, are you serious? Like What? I thought we were like going to establish ourselves as a relationship. And then we backtrack or flash forward 30 minutes later after his mom jumps in and then he's defending her and defending how much he loves her. But he didn't tell Madison that he loved her. Yeah. Not to her. Mm. He said it to his mom. Yeah. And then another thing I noticed when he was breaking up with Hannah, Hannah asked if it had to do with his feelings for Maddie. He didn't say anything about Maddie during the breakup. And he even said a little bit, but not fully, mostly like, you know, he yeah. didn't really mm-hmm. say that they're breaking up because of Maddie. And then when Chris Harrison went to talk to Maddie, he said it was 
because of Maddie. Yeah. But Peter never really we'll, said we'll, that. We'll get there. Um, yeah. I want to clarify furthermore why I said Maddie run. I need. I think that Maddie needs to run from the entire Weber family because one, Peter decided to propose to another woman who he obviously wasn't as in love with. Clearly, like we know yeah, this. Yeah. He made that decision to just end up with somebody when he had stronger feelings for somebody else. And then this mom is, is horrible. Hor- I mean, like, I'm sorry. I, I don't even really feel bad saying that. No, it's terrifying. At the, the, first, the first half of this episode, I was like, I wonder how much I'm going to rip on her during the podcast because, like, I feel weird speaking about an older woman like that, like, a woman older than me. But, like, the second half of the episode kind of proved to me that I don't really have to feel bad. Yeah, because she doesn't she feel aggressive. bad ripping on someone else. I think that's why maybe you feel like that. Yeah. That's how I feel because I've always, like, been, like, pro his parents because I thought they were so nice and, like, yeah. accommodating. You know what I mean? And yeah. then all of a sudden it's, like, Jekyll and Hyde. We see this other side. And I get it. She's defending her child. But at the same time, like, you don't have to be, like, kind of flat out rude. Like, it's when she was even... talking to Maddie, I was like, did she just say that? I, was, I know it was it, quite startling. It was it was feisty, but like, yeah, but you have to be disrespectful. She's not just defending thirty years younger than yeah. her. Yeah, she's not just defending Peter. She's defending herself to America because yesterday was the fin- like part one of the finale where she was attacked. So you have to understand she's probably operating out of her root chakra, Absolutely. her fight or flight or freeze response, yeah. and so she is completely defending herself here, and she she's just on the defense. The defense mode. And I think being put in that position, I doubt she even wanted to be sitting in that audience. And I think she felt coerced into it. Also, I feel like no matter what Maddie was going to say, she was going to have a problem with it. Because the second Maddie opened her mouth, her eyes were rolling. Well, what's interesting is they said that they go, the dad... What's his, the dad's name? Kevin? Peter. Uh, Peter. Peter. The dad's name's Kevin? Peter? Kevin? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like Kevin, Kevin was Kevin? coming to <laughs> <laughs> his brother so named good. Kevin. Kevin was coming to mind. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Peter's dad. His name's Peter? Yep. Papa Peter? Okay. Papa Pete. Um, he was saying, he was like, um, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. What was he saying? He goes, there's so much that you guys didn't see. Mm-hmm. And if you would have seen what we saw, you would have a different opinion. So I'm just really curious, as we all know, because we've all been on this show, you can right. only, there's like a 600 hours filmed and they mm-hmm. show 20. Right. Like, there's so much that you don't see and that the viewers don't see. And there's so much that happens through the editing process that can completely, you know, manipulate a situation to create an outcome and an emotion that wasn't really there or really just accentuates it. So I want to know, Papa Pete, well, what do you know yeah, that we I was don't? Like, I think we're missing something. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we all said that the, the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. But then Since the second the episode started, we were all okay, like, so are we missing something? Thanks yeah. for bringing us back to the beginning. Let's start with that. Okay. Peter FaceTimes Hannah Ann's dad to ask for permission for her hand in marriage. I walked into this apartment at 8.03 <laughs> and I see him on the phone with the dad and you guys go... Yeah, he's, he's asking for permission to marry Hannah Ann. And I go, um, can we rewind? Like, what, they just recap? Wait, how are we already here to here. this part? Yeah. Right. Like, that doesn't make any soon. sense. Because we needed to deal with, like, him telling Hannah Ann that Madison left. Yeah. We, where was Neil Lane? There was, like, a whole <laughs> bunch of norms <laughs> that were missing. <laughs> and just, like, even his decision making. Like, why didn't we see, like so many contemplation scenes of Peter looking totally, in the distance yeah. being like trying to ponder whether or not he was going to propose to Hannah Ann or what, whether he was going to go fight for Maddie, who knows? 
crazy that we start out like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Shows that something's missing. Um, it's time for the proposal. And then Chris shows up and he, we see what has been teased so much this season. Chris approaches the uh, podium, <laughs> the proposal podium, the mm-hmm. altar, and says, so I just got to tell you, this might darken the day a bit. <laughs> Hannah Ann may not show up. What do you guys think was the point of saying this? Like, I'm so was this confused. so produced? I think it was just oh. to build hype, to be quite honest with you, because she's in the car. No, it's because they, go, they, they go this. They yeah, go, they it's know. the last day. We're going to fuck with Peter even more <laughs> than we fucked with him. Oh seriously like honestly it's like what do you mean she may or may not come of course she may or may not come why would you pull him in the middle of this like monumental moment for him that i'm sure took a lot of like guts and courage for him to even stand there and i'm sure there was so much spinning in his head to even just like mess with him when he's so vulnerable i just felt it's so symbolic of exactly how the season has gone I feel like they should have waited until Hannah Ann made her decision. Be like, yes, I'm going to go. No, I'm not going to go to even tell Peter like that. That was even a thing. It was almost like last uh, Colton season. We had the fence jump. Uh, Hannah's season. We had that whole confrontation tease the entire time. And it was almost like, oh, we need that one moment mm-hmm. to just tease the mm-hmm. entire time. That'll symbolize yeah. the ending. Yeah. But haven't we had a thousand and one moments of like uncertainty and like issues already? Like, why did we need to, like, string him along even more? Like, the guy looked like he was about to pass out. I feel bad for Peter. Like, I am going to dampen the day. He literally could not go through anything more. I really don't think so. Like, he had gone through so much turmoil already. Yeah. He was, like, pale. Yeah, it's like Madison had left him, and then he's thinking Hannah Ann has left him. And at that moment, I'm sure, like, his whole world came crashing down like, I failed. Yeah. I think he wanted so badly to just end up with somebody that it didn't really matter who it was. He just wanted this to be successful for him and not be single at the end of it. Successful as in like his heart is fulfilled or successful as in like he's a bachelor who chose a woman. I think he just wanted to be a bachelor who chose a woman. I mean, clearly he loves Maddie, but it's just it at the end of it. It seemed like that if he was going to just run to Hannah Ann. So. so then Chris comes and says, she's coming. And then she says, hello, Chris Harrison, which was super awkward. And then <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the only person that gets like asked by, by his whole name. Like, hi, Chris Harrison. Like, it's not just, hey, Chris. It's, it's pretty Chris amazing. Harrison. Like, it was a yeah, funny moment. There was moment. no other Chris on set. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> So then Hannah Ann is, of course, emotional, walking towards the proposal. Peter starts his speech. We hear the heartbeats again. And Peter starts to propose. And in the middle of the proposal, in something that sounds very edited, like, you know, it, we got to go back and watch it. But the soundbite of him saying, <laughs> Maddie left two days ago, sounded like it was placed no. in the wrong spot. No. His face was it showing. It was louder. Really? It, it was, was louder. So maybe it was, like, put in the wrong spot? No, because no, in his after face the final rose, when they talked, she even said, you didn't bring up that Maddie left until you were proposing to me. In the yeah. middle of the proposal. Yeah, and I no, was like, so, you know, in another world, I didn't even know how to respond. And can we yeah. bring up, how could a guy bring up another girl yeah. during a proposal? Literally. There's no mm-hmm. way I would ever say yes to a proposal. Like, within, like, literally two sentences thing. of <laughs> yeah, proposing. Yeah, like, excuse me, what, so I'm your second choice? There's no way I would have yeah. said yes. And why what? are you even thinking about another woman when you're about to ask for my hand yeah. in marriage? So, so I think we all said it was just like... At that moment, I would have asked the context of that, of her leaving. Yeah. So for you guys to know, here sitting as a group of women, I go, 
do you, would you guys stop him right there after that comment and been like, okay, well, was that her decision or your decision when she left? And we all said yeah, we would yeah. for sure. But here's the thing. I think she was just in shock because I don't think she, she thought, thought that he was going to propose. Yeah. So I think yeah. she was like, she was just too in shock to like stop and ask any questions. Well, her yeah, face said it all. Like whenever he said, he finally said that he loved her. She looked in shock and I felt sad for her yeah. that she it was, was like, she, cause he just gave her nothing the whole time. And the, the fact that like she had no clue and just felt that shocked, but still said yes. I feel like that says a lot. I know I this know. morning Savannah and I were talking about how we were we were speculating that she was going to leave on her own because she felt so second place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hence why they teased her not showing up because I think mm-hmm. like those feelings were obviously lingering towards the proposal. But the fact, uh, yeah, I don't know. Ugh. It just, I would have, I think I would have stopped right then and there whenever, I mean, just the fact again that he said Madison's name during the proposal. Like, again, that's like that moment. She was talking about this. He took that moment from her that, you know, the engagement know, moment. I and like, so bad. I feel so sad for her. But you know what? Good, good for Hannah Ann because she handled that like a boss. She said what she needed to say and, and it came across really in did. a good way. Mm-hmm. And she's strong. And I think I speak for all of us as we sit here like it's so empowering to tell a man like and call him out and for him to be like yeah I did that and admit it mm-hmm. because a lot of the yeah. times they don't so good yeah. for Hannah Ann mm-hmm. do we think that Peter didn't go to Hannah Ann because that would have been proof to her that she was second place and then she would have left so he was like oh, I'm not gonna tell her Maybe. because she's gonna probably leave when she hears this no I honestly no, I don't feel think like she he was left. conflicted like because his mom wanted him to be with her so badly yeah but you know that he was gonna have to tell her at some point that maddie left on her own and then she was going to start thinking true true true, well here's a question i just thought of if maddie wouldn't have eliminated herself we all think he for sure would have chose maddie there's like not a thousand percent yeah you think so i do not really sure crystal are you being sarcastic Uh, no i'm being for real it's like was he just tempted because she played hard to get because the guys love the chase. And True. she definitely proposed that element of it. And I now that she's there for think, him? Yeah, now it doesn't really okay, yeah. doesn't, I, doesn't I'm going to yeah. say it. I don't think he would have chosen Maddie. If if Maddie wouldn't have left, I think he still would I think he would have chosen Hannah Ann. Being somebody that was in the house with all of it, like I, every girl that was on our season would tell you that their connection was just like, when she would walk in the room, it was like none of us existed. Who? Maddie. Really? So, like, we knew from that first one-on-one that they had, yeah. we just knew. You know, I mean, at least I did. I know Sydney did. We talked about that earlier yeah. today. I was going to say, earlier on part one of this podcast, they said that Hannah Ann was an obvious second to Maddie in the house. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I think that their relationship was just um, more... I mean, obviously more fun, um, you know, because Hannah Ann was just really lighthearted and everything. And I think Maddie was just really taking this seriously. And like she said, um, you know, she just felt like this was her journey, too. This wasn't just Peter's. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think she's right in saying that, too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, both people oh, have yeah, to choose each other. Oh I'm my God. so glad that she I'm called Barb, so ab- glad. Barb out on that. It was truly yeah. like one, two sentences that summed up everything. Yep. It was the ultimate comeback at her because... Yep. Barb made this entire 
episode last night and tonight about her about peter and like peter's happiness Mm -hmm. and somebody choosing peter and not a two-way street like he she wanted her son to find somebody who worshipped him that would take care of him yeah yeah amanda anything no i was gonna say you also have to think too like coming from maddie is when you're in a situation where you know that he might not pick you at the end you're automatically like protecting yourself so you're kind of guarding yourself which is probably why she wasn't saying openly that she was super in love with him oh yeah because she's protecting herself yeah yeah so i think that makes sense too and also they had known each other for what like six weeks at the time so yeah yeah after the proposal we see peter go home and he walks in the door he's about to announce to his family who he got engaged to the family finds out it was hannah ann and then um Barb says things like, he's with his person, he followed his heart. And like they, she goes crazy, she's like blubbering again, which, you know, no, no emotional shaming here, but the woman is a little overboard. <laughs> this is coming bit. from me, <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, and then she goes, and they lived happily ever after, which is the ultimate ironic statement. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure anybody's much. happy right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Including the audience. <laughs> so before I tweeted, I tweeted, um, Jane Fonda has nothing on Barb. Hashtag monster-in-law. And somebody responded to my tweet with a DM that Barb sent them last night. Oh. No. What? I'll tell you Someone what the tweet said Nuh-uh. after the break. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before the break, I teased teased that somebody had tweeted me a dm from peter's mom and i guess this person questioned why she just seemed to have such a hatred towards maddie for no really apparent reason on monday night's episode especially having that she met maddie earlier in the season and that's that date went swimmingly it seemed like they had a great bond so this is what peter's mom said Unfortunately, what wasn't shown was how it all started. Madison had us wait for three hours because she didn't want to come in to meet us, which is interesting that she uses the word meet us because she already met them. Oh, yeah, they already met. My son begged her to do so. Once in, she never offered an apology, to which I wonder, oh, she had to apologize for keeping them waiting. So she goes, keep in mind, we traveled across the world to meet both girls. Does this woman not remember having met Madison and like had her be there for their vow renewal and the reception? It was like an extended period of time, not just a little home pop in. Anyway, then she goes, when I asked her if she loved my son, she said no and that she would not accept a proposal from him in four days. Um, Then I wondered to myself, what is she doing there then? My son Jack pointed out that Peter in that small amount of time that she was in there was all about herself and not about Peter. Trust me when I say all that glitters is not gold. Thank you. 
Um, okay, so <laughs> off, so that basically reiterates what she said on tonight's episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when Chris asked, why do you have so much against this girl? And it is so petty. Do you not think that th- this explanation is so petty? It seems really immature. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, do you really think Maddie refused to come in? Sometimes it takes a really long time for us to get exactly. there. Oh, my God. Like, exactly. Exactly. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. You guys, yeah. if they tell you be ready for a date in an hour, you know it's going to be three oh, hours. Yeah. So I don't even know that I believe that it. she didn't want to come in. And even if she didn't want to come in, we all know it was because Maddie wasn't even sure like how she was going to deal with the situation at hand, which was him sleeping with the other women. Well, I also feel like probably Maddie didn't want to use her very little time that she had with a family to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that they made us wait three hours to come in here. Like she probably wanted to use her time. Family and faith is really important to Maddie. So if she was going to go into again, meet Peter's family, knowing that Peter had betrayed her trust, why would she want to build that connection with his family? I certainly wouldn't if I didn't see if like a man I was not in alignment with a man mm-hmm. and his core values and I felt disrespected I would not want to go in and try to be fake with his family right no, I agree yeah I agree yeah. with you why would she uh, they had like a roadblock right yeah. so she was probably like I don't think it's appropriate of me to be hanging out with your family right now we got to get absolutely over this absolutely not yeah I think Maddie's a real one and I like applaud her for not going in there and being like over the top and I'm not saying Hannah Ann was that's a totally different situation but I applaud Maddie for like not going in there and being like oh my gosh everything's perfect I'm so in love so this is the conversation wait this is the moment that we're talking about when she actually did meet his family and Barb did ask her and and she brought up her faith and values, right? And Barb this is did not respond that to that well, about. which we talked about yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. And so I was, she knew and, what was going to happen. I, I didn't like the way that she made it seem like she gave her son an ultimatum. And that, it, it, well, we clarified this this morning. But basically, Maddie was like, I didn't. I just told him how I would feel if he chose that path. Mm-hmm. She gave him a yeah. Barb doesn't. Barb doesn't see this, apparently. Yeah, I, I think th- the problem is like, I don't even know if I want to get into it. Come on, get into it. Did y'all talk you, about this the, yesterday's episode? Already this morning, I don't know, I'm sure. What? But I'm just saying, it's just like, why would you sign? You know this guy is sexually active, okay? He had, had sex four times in a windmill. Why would you go on a season if you're giving him an ultimatum such as that? It's just like, you know he's going to get engaged at the end of this. And I'm sorry, but that's kind of what fantasy suits are for. I'm not saying you have to have sex with everybody. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying, like, you need to find your person. I'm not saying you need sex to find your person. But I'm just saying it is a possibility, okay? So the fact is, like, why sign up for this thing? If the guy was a virgin, that's one thing. But he's not. Okay? So Infamously, very he openly. He is not. So why go on a season if that's a huge thing for you? I would have said that since day one. I guess yeah. she probably I would have said it not. since day I think one. I would just, like, team her right she didn't want him to sleep with anyone else that's kind of an ultimatum dude like it's like you can go to fantasy suites but if you see anyone like if he valued a relationship enough then that's how i feel then he wouldn't want to risk it i mean like if he knew that she was the one then he'd be like okay yeah then i don't i don't have any interest in sleeping with the other girls exactly but the thing is like he didn't so like so i would just walk away then well i'm exactly i think she she should have walked away at that point or she should have you know let him have a chance like I don't know I wouldn't have been able to do what she did and, go and then how that. do you go back at the end of this episode and be like let's work through it nothing's gonna change yeah he already slept with those people like what are you doing I'm sorry but like it doesn't make any sense to me like 
it doesn't make sense. Well, so, I, I appreciate you have you having this view. So, so it's I can different. understand Barb's yeah. frustration is okay. what I'm trying to get at. Essentially. Okay. So then she says that when I asked her if she loved my son, she said no and would not accept a proposal within four days. I I'm like, okay, that's because that they were in the middle of the roadblock again. She didn't say, I don't think she said, no, I don't love your son. She, she probably said, have you told my son that you love him? And she was like, no, not yet because of this thing. And then um, she was like, and because of this thing, I probably am not ready to accept a proposal. But then we go and see that Maddie leaves after this. So then you'd think that Barb would be like, okay, props. She knew. She left. She wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Right? Then why would she still hate her? Why is right. she still hate her right now? Barb would have like a little more respect for Maddie. Yeah. You'd think that now, after seeing that she was like, Oh, you know why? Because she knows that Hannah Ann and Pete broke up and she knows that Maddie was the reason that Matt, Maddie yeah. was the reason and yeah. that Maddie even showed up to surprise Peter when he thought he was meeting Chris. So mama's filled in and here she is thinking like, oh, snap, is my son about to get engaged to Maddie tonight? Amanda. I don't even know. I love all these conspiracies. I know. <laughs> okay, well, should we talk about Hannah Ann now and the way that she did slay that breakup? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never felt more connected to Hannah Ann than I did when she was breaking up with Peter. I was like, I feel her now. I get her. Mm-hmm. She's standing up for herself. She's like showed so much strength. And she did it. Like She was so... She had a lot of heart when she was doing it, too. Yeah. She was like, mm-hmm. I was here completely for you. I, think I was, was going like, to go through the thickest shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was like sassy, but in a good, like healthy way, not like a bitchy way. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think she came across very well read. And honestly, I feel like she's um, like an inspiration to probably women in America all over because guys are constantly telling us like, I want this, 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 you're perfect, everything. And they just drag us along just enough until mm-hmm. it's like, too late and I'm glad that she stood up for herself because it's like it's got to stop at some point so I feel like America is probably really relating to Hannah Ann right now I know I am (laughs) I'm too I was really happy to see Hannah Ann really step up because I know throughout the season she's felt very youthful Mm -hmm. yeah and I definitely even questioned you know last night on part one of the finale like is she ready to like be engaged like yeah. she just feels very young and to see how she handled the situation and really stood her ground uh, made me really commend her I agree with you mm-hmm. at first I, I feel like in that situation like there's so much going on it's very easy to not speak your mind entirely and I think she hit every you know base thought that she needed to hit and I mm-hmm. I would walk away from that situation being like I got off my chest everything that I needed to say and mm-hmm. I feel really mm-hmm. good about it I honestly applaud her for that entire scene because it was just well spoken and very articulated very yeah. very yes. much mm-hmm. yeah I was really proud to see that from her Savannah anything about your friend Hannah Ann <laughs> I mean I actually have never seen that side of her mm-hmm. um, you know she was always just like the bubbly girl so to see her stand up for herself was really great because I mean she needed to in that moment yeah. and um, yeah I just was really proud of her I think she feels probably and I'm, I don't know Hannah Ann but I feel like she probably thinks like she took 
a lot throughout the whole season. Like she was always mm-hmm. giving, giving, giving mm-hmm. and, and not getting anything in return. I think that was finally her moment to be like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to say my side now and I am going to have a backbone and I'm sick of it. And yeah. I think it was probably like the last straw. And she just was like, you know what? I'm yeah. done. It's over. So too. Let's go through some of Hannah Ann's best quotes of the night. She says to him, torn and conflicted Peter, you took the most precious moment from me because you selfishly did not want me to walk away. And then she says that she can't look at him anymore. She needs a man that is true to his word. She says, I don't need anything more from you. You've done enough damage. She hands his, her ring back and says, and I mean that. And then she goes, you betrayed me. I need to get my life back on track now the way it was before all this. So good. She just so good. came with it. I know. Mm-hmm. It, oh man, it makes me like wish I was better at, <laughs> at moments like that. It makes me want to well, redo yeah. a lot of my breakups. Yeah, I know. I was like, steal like, her lines. I was like, obviously, I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna go through a breakup. But, but it's like the next fight I have with Jared, man. <laughs> if I could just talk to him like that, that would be fun. <laughs> 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 Peter didn't even have a rebuttal. He was just like, oh. Sh-. I think yeah, that's yeah. what's. Yeah. Ba- yeah. I, I think that's what's bothered so me. Good. Uh, actually, about this season is that I was so rooting for Peter. I was so excited when he was announced The Bachelor. Me but too. with every episode we've watched, he has said fewer and fewer words. And he will just sit there and let people talk to him without even like responding and even letting it register. It's like he is so afraid of his of what he's going to say and how his words can be used against him that he just doesn't want to say anything. And you can just see him so in his head. And I know that because I think back to that like infamous moment I had with Bibiana when she like mic dropped me. Mm-hmm. And I, I sat there because like what people don't know is that, you know, they told me they're like, Hey, Ari's done. He's getting ready to, he's finishing an interview. You want to go in for the, like just see him real quick before the rose ceremony mm-hmm. about to start. I was like, of course I do. And, um, I went in and he was sitting with Bibiana talking and like I, I was lied to. And so when Bibiana came out, I went up to her and I go, Hey, are you okay? Like, I just want you to know, like I didn't know you were with him. Mm-hmm. And she like freaked out on me as we all saw. And I just sat there frozen in fear, just like, Oh my God, I know exactly how this is going to play out. And as it was happening, I was like, trying to grasp the reality of the situation so anyway so i saw that in peter and i just wanted to be like part of my heart really goes out to him Mm -hmm. you know because i was in that situation i want to be like this is your story don't let anyone write it for you stop being in your head like feel with your heart and and be present and like and make these decisions from a heartfelt place so I think looking back, I'm sure he has, I, I'm sure he has, like he said, made a million and one mistakes and has had an extremely experienced situation for him to grow from. Um, but I really feel for him. I really do. He has a soft spot in my heart. You could tell that his family comes from like a lot of love and a lot of emotion. Yes. And as much as that's a good thing, I think that in this situation, it was probably one of his biggest flaws because he was trying to please yeah. everybody. And honestly, this Abs- is, that was exactly it. He was just trying to he please He was honestly everybody. just trying to make everybody else happy. All the girls, the family, the producers, Literally, but not himself. Every not, single person but himself. And not even doing this story for himself. This was not his journey. He was conflicted. You were absolutely every step of the way. 
Because no matter what girl was in front of him, he was like, I want to help you. Like, I want you to be it. Like, you're my person. The hero to everyone. Exactly. So I feel like he kind of shot himself in the foot. How do we feel about Barb clapping for Hannah Ann and sort of abandoning her son in that moment during the live show? Wow. I feel bad for Peter. (laughs) But at least she like... (sighs) I don't know. Even as a I mean, mom, she's more support she's right more now. team Hannah Ann than she is her own son. I yeah, think that perhaps sad. maybe she felt like she needed to choose a side, and she'd already made a choice and wanted to. Maybe it was like a, a choice driven from ego, where she's like, "Hey, I could be. I stood by Hannah Ann, and I'm going to follow through with that." And maybe part of her was like, perhaps she should waver, but there was some like pride in there yeah but also hannah ann had great points so like how could you not comment her mm-hmm. yeah, you know what i mean true. like she yeah. like shut that beep down yeah you know what i mean yeah i, was, I so. think everyone was clapping <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right we're gonna take a break and when we get back i want to talk about how this season finale was different than ari or jason mesnick's what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we have another Bachelor who has now flip-flopped between their final two. First, there was Jason Mesnick about 11 years ago. Then there was Ari two years ago. And now here we have Peter. This season's a little bit different, though, because in the other seasons, the lead, the Bachelor, went after his runner-up. And in this case, I guess Maddie wasn't technically his runner-up, right? This was a girl that left him. It's also different because... In this case, The Bachelor didn't go back for her. Chris Harrison went on on his yeah. behalf. Oh and God. then in the other cases, they both ended up in marriage uh, with the runner-up. And in this case, it doesn't even seem like we can commit to a, a relationship. A date. Yeah. yeah. And we're not even committing to a date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not even a coffee. It's like we'll be friends. <laughs> like, there is no coffee mentioned <laughs> at all. <laughs> so uh, it's going well. the show tonight I'm like what even happened what's going on like I feel like there wasn't like a concrete yeah ending I'm just kind of like uh, I need closure that's it like I don't know I feel a little bit disappointed in the finale just because I wanted more answers and I feel I mean it's totally fine they don't have their stuff figured out I would rather them you know trek lightly than jump into something but I'm still like oh okay like what's not so okay yeah like what's already that happened okay cool i don't know i feel weird i guess but i felt like it started getting a little like cringy grimy you know yeah. like, like, like Jerry just, it was too personal like yeah. i didn't want to watch it anymore like oh, it was just like y'all gonna kill each other yeah i don't want to call my husband out but like he's been <laughs> saying for the past couple of weeks he's like i think peter is just like kind of a playboy didn't really have the intention on settling down this early in life and I think the past couple of weeks have really shown that that might be true, especially with his family talking about his lifestyle yesterday. I don't, I don't know. So like, I, part of me is feeling like maybe Peter just is like ready to be single again and like be done with this bachelor life. Who, who's with me? I, I agree. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, uh, Do we think Peter is really over Hannah Brown? 
No, apparently not because that he needs to be addressed. Her. Yeah, yeah, that was another. I don't think Hannah so Ann. Hannah Ann infers that he reached out to Hannah B for closure in the midst of their engagement. Yeah. Why is Hannah B? I think he asked her to like reach out. I think that's what she was saying. Asked. But why would he feel he would be engaged? I also to reach out to Hannah B. Yeah, but isn't but that why is that necessary? Wacky? That's, that's yeah. out. Yeah, you're engaged. Yeah. You don't need to be like you don't. You shouldn't you need should to do that. Closure. No, you do that before you propose. Boy. Yeah, you do that before. <laughs> yeah, Amanda, why do you think that he's like maybe still wanting to be on that single track? I just think so far it seems like he kind of wants what he can't have. So he like was chasing Maddie because she left, and then when he found out Hannah might not show up to the rose ceremony then he proposes Mm -hmm. and then as soon as he had hannah or as soon as he has maddie i don't know i felt like him and maddie's body language and everything was just kind of off tonight you know what's interesting i couldn't really tell if he like was still as into it as we thought he was what's interesting is is the scene that we saw that was taped about a month ago out here in la when maddie surprises him by that pool it seems like they're both genuinely into each other very excited to see each other mm-hmm. we had that we felt we sense that closeness again really but then to, to me yeah but I then you saw this, that on, yeah but on did we watch the same thing really who really what i felt bashful too i saw bashful too bashful? did you see like, embarrassed? like he was embarrassed like, what are you like sweet like he couldn't yeah. look. He couldn't like, look Maddie in the face. Intense. Their foreheads were touched, and while they were yeah. like, talking, like, and what they were saying was intimate. I'll, I agree with you yeah. there. But like, he would. He could not look her in the eyes, Maddie. If you would like watch it back, Maddie kept looking up at Peter, like while he was talking. While they were talking, he never once oh, I'm sure, looked back. At I, you know what? I started. I'm sure he's embarrassed. He's just embarrassed because, because he, look he, at he the situation that he's created. I, I have. Yeah, I have to go back to what no. Amanda said because Amanda made an amazing point. She goes, "He wants what he doesn't have." And I want to add one more point because we saw it tonight with the finale because Maddie came out and she goes, I love Peter. I want to be with Peter. His response, "Eh, probably not going to work out. Uphill battle for sure. And then his mom. No, with Chris Harrison, he goes, do you love Maddie? And then he goes, yeah. He like paused and then he was just say yeah. Yeah. He didn't say I love Maddie. (laughs) That was really odd. Definitely. And then mom, Barb, jumps in and tears maddie down yeah and then peter defends maddie and says he loves her i'm just like what but chris also asked peter to like interfere wasn't he like peter don't you have something to say peter didn't just like go ahead and say it on his own uh, right uh, yeah not on his own yeah so it was like he had to be asked which would kind of bother me but I mean, maybe it was like that tonight because his parents were there watching, and he was trying not to be into Maddie because of his parents. But still, like yeah, Peter's in an awkward spot no matter what. But I feel like everybody is. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't want to be anybody. I don't want. No, I, I mean Peter is I mean, a grown ass man. Despite yeah. his actions, he is a grown ass man, and he put himself in this position. Yeah. And you know what? Overbearing mom or not, it's up to him. To say, Mom, here are my boundaries, and I need you to respect them. And it's his job to uphold those boundaries. Yeah. But so, I do think he kind of defended himself to his mom. He, a did, he did. He did. He said, I need you guys to listen to me. He said that. Yeah. And I think it's because he probably watched, a lot, or he was there last night, and she got chewed. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a bad episode last night. I think he's just so torn in between, like, wanting to defend his mom, because obviously he loves his mom, but he's like... He's torn. Come on, she's like kind of being unreasonable. Once again, so. people Speaking of the mom being unreasonable, we that talked was really early. Tough to watch. No, Gosh. we yeah, we talked Gosh. earlier about the fact that um, 
you know, Madison says, you know, this is a relationship is a two way street. This was my journey as well as his journey. I signed up for this for mm-hmm. love and he signed up for this for love. And then the mom responds. And this is what we haven't discussed yet. She says this, this crazy shit. She goes, <laughs> she goes, he's just going to have to fail to succeed. And all oh of his family and friends know that this will not last. And I mean, you guys, how embarrassed is Mr. Peter right now? Peter, Miss, Peter Senior. Oh, he had, he had his head down the whole time. This is going to cause marital problems. I don't oh, think he's yeah. going to yeah. want to look at his wife for like weeks because They're gonna, she's like embarrassing herself. I yeah. think there's like a, a place for her to voice that? her opinion. I totally get that as as like as like, parents, voice why? your opinion and you're concerned. But after your child is like, listen, I've got this. This is how I'm feeling. Then back down. You don't have to sit there and like tear down Maddie. That mm-hmm. when when she said that, I was like, my mouth dropped. I was like, did she just really say in that? No way is it okay to rip people down. And for her to sit there on stage at the finale on live television and speak to Maddie that way. I know. I'm just like, like, what did Maddie do? Maddie has only come across as a very kind, respectable woman. Savannah, you have anything else to say about that? I think she's just threatened by her. I don't think she's... I don't know how the ultimatum... Like, like this is stemming around the whole ultimatum thing, right? Like, what else did Maddie do? Nothing. So, like, for her to have, like, so much animosity towards her, it just doesn't make sense. It's like there's I that it, I, that's why I feel like there's yeah. something missing. It's the you know, Maddie doesn't party, doesn't drink, doesn't have sex. Peter does all those things. And his parents know, <laughs> obviously. And I think her mom was just like, I don't want a woman to come in and change my man. Like, right. I think I'm sure I was talking. I was with Rachel Lindsay yesterday and she was talking. She's like, Barb is my mother-in-law. Like, I get it. It's like the, the Latina mother-in-law. It's very overbearing, very strong. And they feel very threatened by the women coming in to technically take over her role mm-hmm. within Peter's life. I was going to say, it seems very monster-in-law where it is like some weird thing of like yeah. almost jealousy. Totally. Like there's another very woman territorial. here to take my spot. Very and territorial. I think that she actually saw that Maddie had that power over Well, because she goes, yeah. if Peter will change, he'll leave me. Oh, she did say that? She, no, I mean, she oh, didn't say it, but, <laughs> but that's what you're pretty saying. Pretty much. that. Thinking. Yeah. Right? I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of why I felt like Hannah Ann would just be like, go along with that it, addition. please the family, mm-hmm. easy going. Yeah, yeah, I think like Maddie wants to start her own thing outside of that, and I think Hannah Ann, well, maybe this is just how his mom perceived it, but like yeah. maybe she just thought, oh, okay, like Hannah Ann, she'll just like fall in and, you know, maybe we'll all live together in the house and like be. <laughs> does she really go by Hannah Ann or does she just go it's by Hannah? Hannah because she, she was Hannah from Alabama. Yeah. Just yeah. like the other Hannah from Alabama. I think she's from Tennessee, but yeah, I think she just didn't want to be another Hannah. Hannah from really Alabama. I really think that yeah. Hannah yeah. Ann is maybe an add on. Um, the last thing that I wanted to add there is I call my sister really quickly after the finale. And I'm just like, can you believe Barb? Like, I can't believe this. And then she goes, I think she might be the most villainous villain we've ever seen on the show. Yeah, there's our villain. That no, was our asking. true villain. <laughs> I, I feel like it's crazy. Barb hasn't. Oh, I feel I bad. Feel like Barb has no that. idea like how it all works. Like they were showing <laughs> oh, her constantly. Pro- producer Danielle feels really bad. Apparently, I'm crossing the line. Am I crossing the line? I feel kind of bad. Well, it's no, crazy. I, 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 I just has no idea. That's what I was getting ready to say. I think Barb has no idea because like I don't. 
think she realizes like how like the producers work and like that the cameras are on her at all times like i don't i agree i think most people who aren't on the show which barb technically wasn't realize like you're you're being watched (laughs) like no matter where you are so i feel like she probably isn't realizing like everyone's watching her like a hawk now and she's just getting like brutalized for it but also like after last night i can't i can't speak for her tonight because after last night like i feel like she got a taste of it you should have a little bit better i want to say this though has there ever been a mom or a family member that has been brought in that has been completely such a big role yes either i feel like a family member hasn't had really that large of a role in this season but maybe maybe there has been we just don't know it like Barb doesn't know that there's a little square of her face capturing no. everything. Yeah. Like that's she didn't yeah. know. I yeah. feel like I yeah. feel like Barb is. They did of, Barb dirty. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you know that she talked to a producer earlier, and they yeah. prepped her just the way they would a normal. No, cast there's no way. I think really? they. I think they probably no her. They no, knew totally. that she would react they like did. that, so they probably didn't. You think they did? I don't think they did. Something did. And she went along with it. I better know who it was. Isn't that the best game? That's the best game. I know. I know. Oh, I know who said that. <laughs> yeah. They got her riled. Literally, up. something was actually said tonight, and I was like, ooh, yeah. that sounds like some certain someone. <laughs> I know. There's certain lines, especially the corny ones. Yeah. You're like, oh, that person didn't come up with it. So and so did. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything that you guys can think that we didn't cover that was gigantic? I just still feel like there's a puzzle piece missing like i completely agree i feel like there should be a bonus episode like, it could have been yeah. three hours yeah like, yeah it's there's so much missing there was just yeah. so many holes to everything so many holes yeah. is that because we didn't get a three-hour finale or is that making us was that intentional to make us feel like a sense of emptiness in the end of all of it it just feels very unfulfilling and it's surprising mm-hmm. because I know that The Bachelor really is about finding love and stories. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this ending was just, I mean, what's sad is that this is kind of how a lot of relationships go. Yeah. And they didn't fantasize it. They just showed a very raw, real truth. And I think a lot of us just have this expectation of what we want a fairy tale to be. But the reality is that fairy tales don't exist. And I think we saw that tonight. This is the third season now that we're not getting a traditional ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel the feels this season, you know? I feel like it was hard to connect with a lot of the girls. And then with the finale, I I wasn't... I was just like, oh, okay. Savannah, how do you feel about the flack that your season's been getting? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's kind of embarrassing just because, like, you know, I'm lumped into that even though I wasn't that kind of person on the show. So, you know, and and then I do get frustrated, like looking back, like I said earlier today, it's like, it is frustrating to know that like he did give in to all of this. Um, I don't know. I just didn't feel like he he was easily swayed by other people and, you know, he was manipulated and I don't know. It just, it all just is really frustrating to watch. And I'm sad. I wanted, you know, I really wanted him to end up with Maddie just because, like I said, like that love was like undeniable. But then we just saw it just doesn't it didn't feel like that love was there anymore. And so it's just kind of like you're just so sad. You just want the happy ending to the, you know, do you think that maybe Peter was just 
so defeated that he had no love to give. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, but he was so hopeful in the beginning. There's no way. I just feel like this has a lot to do with him. But that was, the beginning was September. It's March. Yeah. It's been through a lot. I mean, imagine Hannah B coming in the beginning. Six months. That's six months difference. I think, I said this to somebody yesterday. I honestly, and I have no idea, but this is just an inference. I'm wondering, I feel like ever since Hannah B showed up in the season, he has been different. I like. I'm wondering if she never showed up, or they brought her on, or what, however that happened. Too. Can I just say? Yeah, I feel like it. Maybe it would have gone a little differently. Were you there on that? Yeah. Day? So on night one, even it was like because she turned his up mood out of a limo. shifted. Yeah, and it was like so. Like right when I got out of the limo, um, you know, I did like the whole blindfold and made out with him, and he was even like I kind of pulled back, and he just like went in even harder you were the first and. Yes, I was, but yeah, anyways, um, yeah, so he was great, like, in that moment, and, like, you could just, you know, you could just see it in someone's eyes, like, they're excited, and, and then the second time I talked to him, it was right after he had talked to Hannah B, and it was like the life was, like, sucked out of him, like, he just, like a ghost. yeah, it was like he was smiling, but, like, his eyes weren't smiling, like, he just, like, wasn't there, like, it was just, like, his mind was with Hannah B, like, he kind of got choked up when he came to talk to us, and it was just, I don't know, I, I did feel like he wasn't over her. And then when we saw her again on our second or on our first group date, I was just like, this guy is not over her. And I think he really tried, but ultimately he just didn't find the person that was better for him than Hannah B. I also have to say, you guys have to realize like how much the bachelor slash bachelorette goes through every single day. Like you really don't have time to process things. And when he said at the end of the episode, he's like, I had two days to process what just happened with Madison. And like, sure you have two days and you could have talked to her, but like you just realize like that person that you were in love with just like left and like, you're supposed to just jump into another one kind of thing. You get what I'm trying to say? It's just it's just a lot for someone to go through, especially in um, the and the ha- two days were Peter's situation right. because Hannah didn't end up with anyone. So I think he still had that lingering hope that exactly. it, they could end up together. Yeah, and, and, and the yeah. two days weren't black days; they were filled You're with still filming and interviews. Like and you barely not get sleep. Days. And yes. he had he had his final date with Hannah Ann too in those two days because I think Hannah Ann's date was after. So it's just like you constantly leaving. like yes, you sign up for that as a bachelor, yeah. and I understand that, yeah. but it's like you have 10 minutes to make a decision and like you have to like stick with it. Yeah. So like, I feel bad for him. Like, you know? Yeah. So I wouldn't want to be any, it's just a lot. Yeah. What's crazy is that I, Peter was the, the golden child. Mm -hmm. I mean, they wanted him to be Ben Higgins Uh, 2.0. That's what I kept saying. And he became Juan Pablo 2.0. Yeah. I just hope that, Peter has a support unit to really help him over the next couple months that he's not going to fall into partying or yeah. bad old habits. Yeah. And really has like a healthy support unit to, Me too. Um, you know, like rebuild himself and find himself. And I think we all, we've all been through this process. We've yeah. all gone through the show. We've all had moments that we wish we could take back or change or be better. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure right now he's just running those all through his head. Like, God, if only I could have changed out one thing. The one yeah. thing would have been thing. him not sleeping with the other two. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what the season could have ended like? No, it if goes he back so much further to? than that. You think so? Absolutely. I think it goes back with him feeling strong in his own two feet 
and feeling completely confident in, in his own decision making abilities. I think what because, people, yeah, keep going, keep going. No, I think that I think he doubted himself, maybe doubted his ability. He was ripped from, you know, Barb's breast and <laughs> <laughs> put up to be the bachelor. <laughs> And you're like, you know, he's like, mommy, <laughs> where's mom? Yeah, no, and I say that, like, I, I, I like joke, but, but really I think that he maybe didn't know um, really what he wanted and maybe wasn't in a position to make that decision. Yeah. I, yeah. I think people forget that, like we were saying, like we've all been through the show, so we get this. And that's why I think people forget viewing at home that like everybody makes mistakes ours are just filmed for mm-hmm. america to judge so like when people i like i don't want people to be harsh on barb or peter except for or, i'm sorry yeah we, i mean we're giving our <laughs> opinions but they're healthy opinions but like i just think i think it's it's people forget you know they were talking about online bullying last you know during women tell all but like everyone makes mistakes and peter has even said he's made a hundred mistakes during the season but like a million and one yeah but Ours are just filmed. Yeah, and we all have a lot of sympathy for what yeah, they're going yeah, through. I know. I know. I can't even imagine what their social Ooh. media looks like. Oh, no. I don't even it want to. It gives me anxiety. That's yeah. just yeah. not fair. I, don't even I, want, I can't even I imagine. I, I hope they're not reading it. No. They yeah. really should like go on a foreign vacation, the whole mm-hmm. family, for a while. No, corona. Coronavirus. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're stuck here. Yeah, I guess they can't oh, my like gosh. That's so sad. Can they go on vacation? Wait. Canada Does this mean that Barb's going? Canada loves the bachelors. Do we think it's weird that they didn't give Peter and Maddie um, a uh, little a happy couple yeah. date after they reconnected? Mm-hmm. I thought that was very strange. Well, they may have. We just didn't see it. No, they, they said, said it was the first time that they've seen each other. If you really wanted to be with Amanda, what are you saying? I just don't know. Wait, I was just Wait, wait, wait. Amanda speaking. I said I think that that was kind of weird to me too that they hadn't seen each other since that day. Yeah, because they probably could have they if they really wanted if they to. Asked, right? I, feel I just like. don't know if Peter knows. My only thing is wants. maybe they wanted it to be so awkward. Like, like they wanted out, the after the final rose to feel like it did, and they knew that if they were to get a weekend together, that they probably would be bonded enough in order to be like, yeah, we're in a relationship. We're a girlfriend and boyfriend. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or or were they really just um, afraid that? they'd be exposed because they tried so much to control the leaking, the mole of The Bachelor and the spoilers coming out. So maybe there was that element too. We got to take one last break. And when we come back, I'm going to get an update on these girls' lives. Stay tuned. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's go down the row. Angela, what's the status with your love life? Um, I am single and, you know, I'm going on dates and talking to people and having fun. Nothing, nothing concrete. Still haven't found a guy I think I want to stick with for a minute, but um, I'm still super hopeful. And as always, you guys know, I'm the hopeless romantic. And uh, yeah, but I'm still single and just working on my YouTube and traveling and just doing all the things so I'm, I'm just having some like me time right now honestly and it's great Amanda 
Your sister just moved to LA yeah. and you've been spending more time out here, right? Yeah. So we got a place together up here. That's so nice. Yeah, so when so you're fun. not with the girls, you hang up here. Yeah. And then when I'm working up here, I have a place up here and then I still have my place in Orange County too. So the girls will come up here and stay with me sometimes too. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's been good. Do you have any other life updates for us? Um, nothing really. So my clothing line just Yay. launched at Bloomingdale's, which is exciting. Oh, wow. So, uh, not really. Yeah. I have clothes at Bloomingdale's. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Lonnie, the label love from yeah. me. I love your stuff. I it's know. Amazing. I love it. It looks so cute. Oh, thank you. So that's exciting, but nothing really other than that. That's, that's really incredible. News, so. That's pretty yeah. big news. Thanks. Um, okay. So Crystal, um, w- what's the status with you and Chris now? Are you guys like speaking on a regular basis? Um, anything you, you're open to sharing? Yeah, no, thank you for asking. Chris and I are, you know, still best friends that really love each other. And we talk every single day. Okay. And the last, I think it's been about a month since we separated. It's interesting because I was telling Angela, I've just felt such as like heaviness and sadness. And like I slept on his side of the bed every night. And we had a really huge breakthrough about a week ago where we realized there was just so much... um, projection that was going on with each other and where we really had to just take this time to understand and and work through things within ourselves before we could really show up for one another in a relationship and so we've decided that we are going to be you know living apart Mm -hmm. but kind of coming back together in a way that's almost like dating again conscious recoupling yeah, it's something like that and out of the media okay. because I think there was just so many, so much opinions about our relationship and I think that was really difficult to have so much, so many people saying so many things about opinionating yeah. your relationship. Yeah. So we just had to peel it back and uh, we're in a really good place. That's great. I'm really, really happy to hear that. Thank you. How how the dog's been? <laughs> Oh my god, they've been great. They've been <laughs> mommy's little boys. <laughs> and Tasha, I feel like the the most recent rumored thing about your life mm-hmm. is that you were in the running to be the bachelorette. I feel like you were like one of the top three girls in the running. Yeah. And um, anything you'd like to share about that? Um, aside from the fact, I'm actually really happy it's Claire. I yeah. feel like. Um, Honestly, we both probably have like the same, the same objective. Mm-hmm. Um, in my interviews of talking about possibly being the bachelor, I've always said like I really want to bring it back to what bachelor was originally to me, mm-hmm. and that was what it was a couple of years ago. And really, just finding love and like getting away from this stupid drama and social media crap. And um, love is such a beautiful thing, and I feel like you can really find your person if you really take it seriously. And I'm actually really excited for Claire. I think she is not going to take any bullshit, which I'm excited for. She's going to have older men, which that's exciting because that means they're going to be added to our pool, people. <laughs> like, <laughs> no offense. Like, I tried the younger thing, but, like, <laughs> the older thing might be cool, too. But um, I don't know. I'm just really, really excited for her. Okay, that's so, so nice. Yeah. That's really nice. I genuinely feel like you feel that. No, definitely. Yeah. It's not, I'm not just saying that just to say that. Were you a fan back in the day? 
of Claire? Um, to be honest, Claire is new to me. Oh, really? Yes. So I started Ben season. Okay. Um, but my girlfriends had watched it every single Monday. So I've heard them for years talk about Bachelor and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, when I did kind of binge watch it, I was like, this is actually really cool. And I feel like Ben was really in it. JoJo found her true love in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was just like a really good, I don't know. Streak? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, I mean, also Rachel found love. Becca found love. But yeah. it's just lately it's gotten kind of out of hand. Yeah. All right, well, guys, I think that concludes our Bachelor finale podcast, and that makes me so sad. <laughs> Lastly, Savannah, have you heard about um, a possibility of you being in paradise? I hope I am. Okay, so y- y- I know that you were a little shy this time around, but you're still wanting to go and do the process again. Yes, I think. Um, you got some time to think about it. Yeah, I know. I think I just like really, I need to like talk to y'all. Like I just need, um, some guidance I think. And, but I mean, I do believe it works and I want to find my man. So yeah, I think it'd be a good opportunity. It works better than going to a random bar. I think your odds are higher because if you do like the math on it, it's like, okay, say you put that many people in a bar would like one couple come out of that bar married at the end of the day? Yeah, <laughs> no. Like you know that there's a lot of like-minded people. Yeah. Is there anyone from a previous season you would love to meet oh, in paradise? Yeah. Mm, honestly, like I, there's not really anybody. Honestly, yes, there is someone. Yes, there okay, is. There's there always one. Someone. <laughs> there was always one someone. guy that I thought was really, really cute. And he actually is kind of talking to one of my friends. So I'm like, okay, well, oh, he's sliding out. into the DMs already. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have to give us the tea. And he kind of lived by me too. So it was like perfect. And but you, and you live she's where? She's one of my really close friends. Where do you live? I live in Houston. Houston. Oh, what no. Guys, y'all are going to take the pieces. Mike? Oh, was it Mike? Mike's Texas. Mike is Texas. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it Connor? Oh, it's Connor. Oh. Her eye is twitching. Her eye is twitching. We are going to end that this podcast on that tea. All right, you guys. It's been a, a blast doing this the past day, recapping the most dramatic Bachelor finale of all time. Truly, truly, right? I mean, is, that, is there any doubt to that? No. All right. Well, we thank you guys for being here and joining me. Angela for flying out. Savannah for, you know, also flying out. And um, we will be back next week with a non-season episode. With an update. With an update, apparently. Are you going to get some Harrison updates for us? Already talked to him. Oh, you already talked to Harrison today about about whatever just happened within the three hours they wrapped the live show. (laughs) So we'll be coming coming to you with that news next week. We love you guys so much. And we miss Ben so much that he's been away and having a bad Wi-Fi connection on the road. (laughs) We'll get it together one day. Um, But until then, I've been Ashley. I'm Amanda. I've been Amanda. I've been Amanda. There we go. I've been Angela. Crystal. I've been Crystal. (laughs) I've been Crystal. Thank you. (laughs) I've been Tasha. And I've been Savannah. Thanks, guys. (laughs) You're the best. Bye. 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 Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. 
it can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.